Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Zofia Renea Morales. And this December, we are talking about moving from stress into joy. And I know for many of us, that sounds like a bit of an impossible dream, especially this time of year. But I'd like to invite you to keep an open mind and listen a little bit further. Before we move along with that topic, though, I would like to mention that I am very very proud to announce that Sovereign Self is sponsoring the 2020 Resolutions Kept Summit this year. There are going to be 32 wonderful Wu compliant experts from around the world who are sharing their very best strategies, their tools and tips to make your big dream happen. Whatever that dream is, if you want to get your book published, heck, if you just want to get the darn thing written, make your practice or your business profitable or heck, just get the thing started, <laughs> or find the energy to keep up with your kids or your grandkids to be healthier and more fit, to reach more people, to make that change in the world that you want to make, that your soul has been nagging you to make. We are here to help that happen for you. It's a free event sponsored by Sovereign Self, go to 2020, that's 2020resolutionskeptsummit.com to discover more about that. Even if you've never managed to keep a resolution before, let us help you change that. Make 2020 the year that ends with you celebrating your big win, rather than regretfully on New Year's Eve wondering where the heck the year went to. So, that's what we have going, and i I believe in you guys so much. That's part of the reason I chose to sponsor this summit is because I believe that you have an amazing, beautiful gift to bring out into the world. You, you're part of the people who've really dialed in to what their soul, what their higher self is asking them to do in this world. And it is so important that you just take that first step and get out there. Even if you're not quite sure what your big thing is, we have people who can help you with that. And that's oh, one of the many things that I'm loving about this summit. So 2020resolutionskeptsummit.com. Go discover a little bit more about what's out there and join us. It will make all the difference in the world. Uh, it will make all the difference in your world. And the ripple effects from that are so profound. And speaking of ripple effects, we have with us today, Maria Tan. We are going to be talking about elevating ease with her and moving from hustle into happy. Maria is an entrepreneur and empowerment coach for misfits, nonconformists and out of the box thinkers, multi-passionate, passionates, and millennials, those who were born between 1981 and 1996. She elevates her clients' lives and businesses by helping them create an ecosystem around who they are and what they offer, while eliminating energetically misaligned aspects of their lives and businesses. She has already consulted and coached for over a thousand individuals from all over the world. Welcome, Maria. I'm so happy to have you here with us today. 
Thank you for having me. I hope everybody's having a happy, happy holiday. It is well morning where I am. I, I'm ahead and I'm still celebrating and basking in this joyous moment. <laughs> you know, 2019, this is the last month of 2019. And, you know, it's really important for us to focus on making the most out of it, but in a happy way. Yes, exactly. Before we go into that, I'd like to invite you to share a little bit of your story. What what brought Maria along the path to doing what you're doing today? I know we all have this story of discovering who we are and coming out into the world in a big way. Tell us a little bit about yours. Who were you before you were a coach for multi-passionate misfits? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I call myself the recovering hustler. You know, those kind. <laughs> well, I'm Asian. And, you know, for there's this belief where Asians really work hard. So that's pretty much me. Um, I come from a family of immigrants, Chinese immigrants to the Philippines. So, again, most immigrants all over the world are pretty much that mentality of you need to hustle hard, hustle hard, hustle hard. So I went, you know, it, it's a typical go to school, get the best grades and um go into that conform the conformist route the conventional route of find a job but i think i i have my entrepreneurial genes from a very young age and my i i just felt like i can never be working for somebody you know like i can mm-hmm. never be i can i i would feel very limited so way before i became a coach i was actually a consultant i was already a consultant and I did consulting work for marketing development. Um, I did also like cor- corporate communications, mostly, and organizational development. And in 2016, my my partner for my uh, for my company um, had a stroke, and I decided, you know what, it's time to go bigger. Mm-hmm. And I went online and did coaching on a one-on-one level because I thought, you know, for a person like me who's who's a recovering hustler, <laughs> I've seen how, you know, how we chase money. And when you reach that money, you just realize, well, you're not happy. You know, like uh, you're so tired, you're so burned out. You don't even know where money is going after spending so much time acquiring it. Yes. You don't know where it goes because you're just so tired. Yeah. You're burnt and, out. And you don't want to get up in the morning. I've, I've personally been there myself. It's like, oh, my God, I have to get up and do this all again. And it feels so freaking empty. Exactly. And all the money in the world does not fill that void. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, I've been depressed because of it. I've been, uh, I've been really, really suicidal thinking of, is this what life is about? And then I thought, no, you know, it's just so happens. I'm just so different from everybody else in my family, in my society. And I'm proud to be different. I don't need to be like everybody else. Why should I? Because we all have this special gift that only we can give the world, right? Like we have Mm -hmm. this touch of, I call it magic. You have your own magic where when you share that, when you connect to that, and you share that with the world, you will light it up more. Because just by us being 100% 
authentically aligned to who we are, we are showing the world what is possible for them. And for me, when I realized that, when I came to that conclusion, I just thought, you know what? I've always been a risk taker. So why don't I just go all in into what I believe is true? And I welcome, as I went along, I welcome people to come into my journey and to be also like stepping up and embracing that misfit in them, embracing that, you know, that non-conformist, unconventional, out-of-box thinker Mm -hmm. (laughs) of themselves. And I help them really pretty much translate their vision into clear, actionable steps. Because I think that's the hard part. You know, you have this dream and you don't know where to start. Yeah, well, (laughs) a big dream can seem so confusing sometimes. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And it's so overwhelming, right? So uh, for me, that's, that's what I've been doing. And I'm really, really blessed, to be honest, to to help so many people, but at the same time, to also see everybody that I spoke to, regardless of me working with them one-on-one or they they just reading an article I've published or my book or uh, something like this, an interview, a podcast. And I, I, you know, when people just say something like, you know what, you made me think. For mm-hmm. me, that's the best praise this the best feedback because it shows us as it reminds us that this is why we're doing what we're doing and i'm sure for you as well for the sovereign self it is about you being the best version of yourself and being on purpose with that Mm -hmm. so why do you think we get lost in the hustle why do we feel like we have to just rush 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 knock it out knock it out the next thing the next thing the next thing I think three reasons. The first is we don't really know what we want. Mm. That's why we get caught in the hustle. You know, so what happens is you go into that benchmark of, I don't know what I want, but you know, I should do something. You know, Mm. you know, that time of, I know I need something or I know there's something going on, but I don't know what exactly that should be. So let me try doing everything to figure it out. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's like, because that was the advice that we grew up with, right? Like we were God, and my my resume completely reflects that. (laughs) I mean, I've been just about everything a body can be. (laughs) Exactly. And then, so you go into that, you know, you try everything and then you go either that route of let me try everything. Or another thing is, I think, especially for people who are, more out-of-box thinker or more misfit like me or uh, more are, are, are owning that uh, misfitness. The second thing that I notice is because we're too rebellious sometimes. You know how people tell us, just pick one and stick with it and we get angrier and more <laughs> rebellious and want to try even more, right? Just to prove other people are wrong. So I yeah. think it's first, it's you, it's us trying to figure something out and we just cannot sit still because in the past, the, the lesson was net work hard, work hard and be successful and hard and easy or taking it slow. They don't match. So yeah. for us, our default reaction would be, I need to work hard, even if I don't know what I'm working hard for. 
So let me try everything. The second part is us trying to prove somebody wrong, trying to prove, you know, uh, ourselves right. So we go into that hustle again because we just want to prove somebody wrong, even at the sake of our own sanity. Sometimes. <laughs> right? That's the I, I had a teacher in high school that I decided to prove wrong. And uh, it, it was a very formative experience for me. And I did manage to prove him wrong, which was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But, but I think we could have, I always say, you know, you could, it does, the result doesn't matter, but you could have got gone there with the same result with much ease and grace. But because we just want to prove them wrong today, we, <laughs> we go into hustle. <laughs> hurry, 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 hurry. I know you talk exactly. a lot about energetic alignment, and I know that's a popular subject here. Tell me what your definition of being in energetic alignment is. For me, it's really, really about, you know, the word flow. People love to hear the word flow, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to be in flow. But the problem with that word, nobody really understands what that is. Flow does not mean working more or doing more. Flow means we follow the rhythm of our own body. Mm -hmm. So when you were asking me earlier, Sophia Renea, when we say, okay, there's a calling in me. There's something that I want to do. I don't know what that is yet. So our body automatically will tell us, let's slow down. The moment you do slow down, that's you being in flow. That's you aligning with your own energy. But the moment you go into hustle, then you are not in flow or you're not aligned energetically because there is nothing wrong with working hard or more what's wrong is when you do it when you should be taking a break when you mm. should be stepping back that is what i call energetic alignment it's it, it doesn't mean that you don't do anything i think that's the mistake people people have about flow about um taking it slow about being still they see that as laziness but it's not it's about you really giving yourself that space to see what it is that you want in your life or even as simple as the holiday. In, if It's so easy to get caught up with what everybody else is doing. Oh, this family is having turkey for Christmas. Oh, that family is having a German theme for Christmas. So you go into that you know, let me try that as well. So you end up with a fusion of Christmas themes for your Christmas dinner just because you want to try what everybody does. Instead you you, of you end up with turkey and sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Instead of just like stepping back and saying, okay, what capacity do I have right now? What's my bandwidth to prepare for my Christmas dinner? Do I have the bandwidth to figure out an all-around-the-world theme for my Christmas? Or do I just want something just simple and cozy and just prepare two or three dishes and really just spend time with my family? And that's mm. already enough. So for me, that's energetic alignment. That is having that hustle-free, happy holiday because you are focused on what it is you want to create instead of what everybody else is doing. So if this is kind of new to someone, how do you begin 
recovering from being a hustler and moving into that energetic alignment, especially in the a time of year like this where we've got the normal busy plus holidays? <laughs> I would go back to stepping back. Mm-hmm. If you can spend one hour scrolling through Facebook and Instagram, you can spend that hour listing down exactly what you want for Christmas or for this holiday or for for at least just the next two weeks. Sometimes we get caught up in these big dreams that we look so far ahead into the 20, 30 years down the line, forgetting that we just need to look at the next day or the next two days or even the next hour. So for me, it's really stepping back, listing down what exactly do I need for this week or next mm-hmm. week. And those two are already so powerful. That five minutes you give yourself, shutting off everybody else is more powerful than any yoga retreat that you can go to. Not that there's anything wrong with yoga retreats. I'm a fan personally. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but see, why it's really powerful is because we give that space to ourselves, right? Yeah. So that's why you go away from everything. But if imagine that power on a minuscule level, if you can take that five minutes for yourself, just five minutes and just see, just check in with yourself and see, hold on, am I trying to do all of these things because I want to or because I want to prove a point? Right. These or two are because, two different things. Yeah, or because somebody else has told me this is what has to happen, right? Exactly. We, we do a lot of people-pleasing, I think, during the holidays as well. And I, I want to get into the details of how do you parse out what's something that you need for yourself versus something that you want or an expectation that's put on you. But we're, right now, we have to go to a break. So I'm going to have you just hold that thought. And if you're out there as one of the listeners, I want you to hold that thought as well. How, how do you tell the difference? Just sit with that question while we're at the break. And if you'd like to continue this discussion with Maria and I after the show, you can find us both on Facebook. I am Zofia Renea, that's Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A. And Maria can be found at maria.k.tan on Facebook, Maria K. Tan. And stay with us. We will pick this thought up right after the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. 
Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea. I'm here talking with Maria Tan. And before we went to break, we were headed into the area of how do you determine what is an actual legitimate need uh, within yourself as opposed to an expectation or worse yet, and I did this for many years, a value that was instilled upon you by your your mother or your father or some familial expectation that you're trying to live up to? Actually, there are two signs, two big signs. The first sign is how often you say, I have no choice. Oh, you know, like, um, give me an example of that. Okay. So if someone asks you, okay, but or gives you a suggestion even, or just a question of, hey, why don't you use cranberry sauce instead of, let's say, the, the rest, re- instead of homemaking your sauce? Or why don't you buy from this vendor, this market vendor, instead of, you know, spending three hours or four hours making your own sauce? Your answer would be, I have no choice. Or, oh, but no choice. This is the, this is what, people this is what people expect me to do this is how I've always done it yes exactly so somewhere along the lines of I have no choice it means you're not doing it for you you're doing it for because of someone else because there is a difference between saying no I really want to do this because I love making my own sauces you see there's a different energy on that right exactly like me I make my own pasta sauces I love making um, pasta sauces. I had three chefs as clients previously. So I've learned a lot from them. And I saw how, you know, how great, uh, how easy it is to make great sauces. So for me, even if I need to spend three or four or five hours making the sauce, I love it. I really love it. I find it therapeutic. I find it very connected. I, I find it very grounding and humbling for myself. Okay. But, but you know, it's because I always eat at five-star restaurants. So because, because of that, for me, making this sauce is so important for me. Mm. But if someone, you, you know, but if, if your answer is more of like, I have no choice or you're rushing to get all, every, all the ingredients in, you, you know, and sometimes, 
especially right now with the farmer's market, sometimes you they run out of things and that stresses you off. It means that you are doing something that's not for you. Because even me, when I buy my ingredients and I don't get the ingredients, all the ingredients that I want, I'm okay because I find it a way to experiment. So, you know, for me, I find it like, oh, that's fine. You know what? Let me try this. Oh, they don't have it. So let me try this instead. So it's still more fun. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It, it, this is kind of a contrast to an experience that I had um, when my husband was still working a job and not self-employed. Uh, the last employer he was with, uh, they would have these potlucks periodically. And on the first potluck, I put together a banana cream pie. No, I make a killer banana cream pie. That sounds so delicious. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, but I'm one of these people who likes to experiment and do different things. But once they'd had that banana cream pie, when the potlucks came around, it, the sign-up list didn't get passed to me saying, add your name and your dish. The sign-up list came to me and it says, Zofia banana cream pie <laughs> we need three <laughs> this time <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> because exactly, people were right? killing each other for it but i also ended up in this space where it's like oh there's this potluck and i now i have two banana cream pie and i have to do three of them <laughs> exactly but that is like being pushed into doing something it's not it does see the thing is it doesn't mean that when you're pushed you're not good at what you do right it just means that right now maybe you don't have the space for it right mm -hmm. it's as simple as do you want to make your own sauce or buy your own buy sauce it they this they do not discount your capability. And I think people get stuck in the, but what will someone, what would other people think? Yes. What would people think? Especially if you know how right now, everybody, when people say, Oh, aren't you vegetarian? Aren't you vegan? So do, do you understand? Like we get labeled so much that aren't you so much into organic stuff? So why are you buying this, this store bought uh, sauce? So yeah, you it, get it, into that you, you get pressure. Asked, yeah, there's this pressure of, did you make it? And my answer to that is, I made it by the store. <laughs> <laughs> but see, exactly, right? So that there is that pressure. I think especially now, like people want to be labeled somehow. It's, it's funny because people want to be different. And at the same time, they use these labels of, you know, I'm organic, I'm whatever, okay? And I think that that adds another layer of stress. Instead mm. of, you know, I'd be, for me, if I don't have the space to make my own pasta, I'd say, you know what? I just bought this pasta because I thought that restaurant makes good pasta. Done. Yeah. And I want to share it with you, right? So that's the first sign. The second sign is actually when you start getting frustrated. Like, um, it's very easy for, for you to feel that. The same way, like, when you say, I have no choice, right? Mm -hmm. When you saw that list, Sophia Renea, when people passed you that list and you saw the word Sophia Renea banana cream pie, three. what is the immediate reaction? Yes, three. And your immediate reaction is, oh my God. Yes, right? I, I've created a monster. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh my God. So basically, you get frustrated. That frustration 
is out immediately, even if you try to, because I think for us, we're trying to be politically correct all the time. So we mm -hmm. try to push that down. So even if we're angry or irritated or, or whatever, because there's this call to be a team player. So you try to ignore that sign, but it's so easy to feel and hear because there is that, that burst of frustration in you. Like, oh my God, what is this? Right. Or let's say, no, that's not, there's this, your body reacts quite fast, the first instinct. But if this is something that you want, even if it, the store that you want to buy the sauce or the pie or whatever from is three hours or five hours away, you're so excited to go there. You'd be like, no, 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 I want to drive even that it's five hours because their pie is so good. You, you get what I mean? So it's so easy to tell. One, it's whether or not you your immediate thoughts are, I have no choice. Or two, your body tells you in a feeling emotional state of I'm angry or I'm frustrated or why, why is it happening this way? Mm -hmm. It can, you know, I'm just using a general blanket term, but it's pretty much that it's so easy to tell. So what are some of the baby steps we can make towards recovering from this, uh, hustling kind of a situation where we're trying to meet all kinds of ex external expectations. Let's, let's say we took our five minutes and we've jotted down a bunch of stuff on our list. And I know for myself, I fell into this trap a lot. Uh, when I was younger, I would put all kinds of uh, things on the list that I was supposed to be doing. Uh, so how once we have that list, how do you recommend moving through it? And then what are our next steps after we've turned out, decided what is absolutely a need for us and what's an expectation from somebody else? Okay, so great question. I, again, have two answers, okay? The first answer is remember, you don't owe anybody any explanation. I think we get caught up in trying to defend our choices. Exactly. Defend our moves or decisions. So my suggestion is it, of course, it doesn't mean that you walk away. You don't need to be rude to say no. Right. So my suggestion is always say, thank you. So if someone comes to you and say, Sophia, Renea, aren't you making banana cream pie this, this year? So why is it that I saw your name and you're making apple pie instead, for example? Right. So thank you for asking. <laughs> No, but see, but the default, the default reaction of people would be, oh, but, 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 you know, you go into that many reasons why you, you're, you're trying to justify that decision. But for me, my suggestion would be, it, yes, it's thank you for asking, but it's rather, thank you. I'd really love what you said about my banana pie. Thank you for telling me that. You, you know, I wouldn't mm -hmm. even say thank you for asking. I just say, wow, thank you for that. You made my day. But let me tell you, I'm sure you'd love my apple pie more. <laughs> That's it, right? Because saying that, that frees up our responsibility in explaining ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because exactly. that is a very big, that's a very big blunder. So for me, remember, you don't owe anybody explanation, but you don't need to be rude. And the best yes. way is always saying, thank you so much for that. Thank you for telling me that. I really appreciate that. But this time, I decided to try this instead. Yeah. That's it. 
You don't need to go more than that. You don't need to say, I decided to try apple pie because apples are in season or because, uh, because I don't know, my farmer gave me more apples or I wanted to help this charity. You, there's no need for all that justification. Absolutely. Right? I, I had a coach who, uh, who shared with me uh, many years ago that no isn't an, is in and of itself a complete sentence. Exactly. Um, and and you can just say no. Yes, and, that's and, really great. And it doesn't have to be mean. It doesn't have to be harsh. It doesn't have to be vicious. It's all in the inflection. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because see, when you are okay with that no, that's okay as well. That would come out. But if you say no, but you know you're ready to explain more, people will feel that. No, <laughs> you're exploding. So, uh, you said no, but I know there's more back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's one. And the second thing is, you know, I always keep a list of things that I want, and I always just keep it to three, a quarter, a quarter, not even a month. It's a quarter. So every time something comes to my mind, let's say, um, okay, I'll give you a very easy example. Like I have a, an apartment here in Manila. It's a luxury apartment. And for me, it's small. For the regular person, maybe it's big. But for me, it's small. I'm used to bigger place, okay? Mm. So, for, so for me, sometimes I'd have a thought where I'd feel like a pauper. I'd feel like this is so small. Why am I living in this space that's so small considering the amount of money that I'm paying? You know, all those thoughts come, right? Yeah, And then I would just come back to, do I have space for this right now? Do I have even the space to move? I will never even think about money first because people automatically think, oh, but I don't have the money. That's why I feel bad because I don't have the money to do what I want. But rather, I always think about, do I have space? Because for me, money is easy to find. I can take a loan. I can borrow money. You, you know, there's many different ways to come up with money. But the space is different because we only have a hundred percent. Our battery is only a hundred percent. Our data is only one fifty six m. Uh, let's say MB. You cannot put more. So you keep a list with you, and then when a thought comes to you, you just look back to your list and say, "Do I really have space for this right now?" And if I don't, I'll write it for next next quarter or next season or something to consider next year. That that makes sense. I, I see this frequently in people that I work with because they will set what I want to say, a goal or a or an intention or a word of the year or whatever. Um and then they wonder why they're having trouble getting there. They they set this like five pound goal and their capacity to receive it is only one pound large. <laughs> Exactly, and, and you can't pack a five-pound goal into a one-pound bag. Um, so we work to expand their capacity to receive, so that that five-pound goal fits into their world. And I, I think we have a tendency to do that same thing with our schedule. I know for myself, I have the tendency to do that. I will look at it and go, "Oh yeah, I can get this list of seventeen things done today." Ha! Exactly. <laughs> and even, not only that, add more. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll commit to this. Party. <laughs> I'll commit to this additional thing. Yeah, so I, I think it is important to kind of keep your immediate term goals, like the things for the next month, the next quarter in front of you. So that way, when someone comes up to you and says, can you lead the fun drive for, you know, the soccer team or whatever, you can look at your immediate term goals and go, mm, you know what, that's probably not going to fit. <laughs> Yeah, another one, another one, I hope this is okay, because there's a lot of guilt around not supporting other people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's say your colleague or your coworker says, hey, you know, my son is having his Christmas choir, please come watch, we'd love to have you there, right? And, mm -hmm. and there's this guilt of needing to go. So I know this sounds so callous, or maybe this is just so Asian of me, but I always say, you know what you do? Make a donation. Just make a donation because this money, this $20, this $5, this $10, is it it's so small compared to the time and energy you would waste watching a show that you don't really have space for, but you want to support your friend. You know, that's always the thing, right? We want to support our friend. It's not, we don't want to support our friend, but honestly, you really cannot squeeze in three hours of your time watching a choir show where that three hours you can, I don't know, make your pasta, make your pie, or does that make sense? So <laughs> yeah, for me, I'd well, be like, yeah, I'd be and like I, can I help you with anything? Can I give you, oh, can I pay for, I don't know, pay for their Christmas or their hat or if it's a if it's a charity, let me make a donation, but I really cannot make it. But I really want to support you. Here's twenty dollars, and that person would be so happy. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I think you kind of need to do uh, what I want to say an internal check on that, and see if it feels expansive to go, or if it feels like you're packing one more thing into your schedule. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So it is just about break time here, but I know that we've talked about, you know, things feeling open, expansive and flowing. And so my question that I want you guys to consider over the break, and I want you, Maria, to answer when we get back, is how do we find or make time and space to do things like relax, to be present in this busy time of the year. So we will be back after the break here very shortly. You can reach us on LinkedIn. I'm Zofia Renea Morales. That's Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A-M-O-R-A-L-E-S. And Maria is Maria Kathleen Tan. That's M-A-R-I-A-K-A-T-H-L-Y-N. T-A-N, and hang with us. We'll be right back after the break. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero. Inspiring, problem-solving, and informing. Packed with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh 
fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us. This is Sophia Renee Morales. I'm talking with Kathleen Tan. And before we went on break, I had asked her uh, about some concrete ways that we can kind of relax and flow into this season a little bit more. But before, she, before you answer that, why is it important to relax and to shift out of this hustler mode? Because you know what? Banging your head on the wall will really not give you anything except headache, anxiety, panic, and overwhelm. <laughs> <laughs> and a I headache. I said that with a serious <laughs> note. Exactly. I said that all with a serious tone. But yes, um, the, the moment you really allow yourself to chill and relax and step back, you know, life is such, such a joy. It's it's a place where you really get you know how people want to be inspired and wake up inspired and motivated. Mm-hmm. That's that's how you get there. You don't get there by trying to run yourself dry, and 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 keep banging your head on the wall yeah. expecting a different result. You know, I was raised by a perfectionist, and I can hear my mother's voice back there going, "Yes, but you've got to have standards, and you've got to have you know all of this." Stuff that that goes with like this hustler pressure sort of mentality, and I am a recover, recovering perfectionist. I suppose <laughs> you would call me a recovering hustler. Um, how do we step out of that mind frame and into something that's more flowing and do it without you know letting all standards on earth go? <laughs> okay, so. Let's, let's really, really get very clear, okay? Sure. And this, actually, your question is so big. I know it sounds so simple, but if you really break it down, there's a lot of pieces into it. There are. So, so if you say, okay, how can you let that go without losing your standard and going into flow? There's like, let it go, <laughs> lose your standard and let it flow. So let's start with the word, let it go, okay? So I always suggest people... 
The problem with letting it go, you cannot, you don't even know where to start because you're overwhelmed. Mm. So think of your mental capacity, your emotional capacity as your house. It's like it's full of things, right? So the first thing you do to make space is to actually clear the clutter and cut the chatter. What it means is for you to list down the things that you don't want. Mm. Because in our house, it's easy. We just throw out the things that we don't want. But what about in our brains? in the thoughts we have on a daily basis, right? It, it can be as simple as like what I said for myself, just seeing my house and feeling that, oh my God, this house is so small, right? Just mm-hmm. this thought is something, so write it down, I don't want a small house. Or if you go into your, you, it's as simple as, oh, you know what? I really hate this coffee I'm drinking. And it's funny because we still drink it anyway because we're just so overwhelmed. But on a daily basis, you wake up and then you have you drink your coffee and this is the coffee that you don't want. Write it down again. I don't like this coffee. The, so basically, it's clearing that chatter. Everything that goes into your mind that starts with I hate, I don't want, why is it? Mm-hmm. Write it all down. I'm because so frustrated least, by, yes. Yes, yes. Because the, see, the, the, the biggest problem people come back to me with is, Maria, I don't know what I want. Okay, perfect. Let's start with the things that you don't want. That's how you clear the chatter. It's like, I don't know what kind of clothes I want to buy. Perfect. Let's go to your wardrobe, take out the things that you don't want. Because it's easier to go from I don't want to I want. That's how you break down the whole thing. Exactly. It becomes clearer what you do like after you've pulled away all of the stuff that you don't. I, I love the uh, example of going to the wardrobe. <laughs> it's like, yes, I don't like this. It makes me look wide. I don't like this. It's not comfortable. I don't like this. It's not whatever. And pretty soon your list of knots, if you flip them on your head is, I like things that make me look slim, that feel comfortable. Exactly. That, yes. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And you can apply this ability, this metaphor into your emotional, mental, spiritual state. Because what people, the problem with mental, emotional, and spiritual health, they are very intangible. That's why people feel yes. overwhelmed by it. So my, I always say, if you can do it on the physical level, you can do it in those three states. So even if something like, you know what, talking to my boss gives me a headache. Right there, I don't want to talk to my boss that often, right? I don't like to have meetings that often. Write everything down because just that frees up your energy because you're not already in, you know, you're not into the, do I want this? Maybe I just don't want it now. Or maybe I'm just thinking very bad about myself. You know, one thought has a lot of layered thoughts with it. So just that would help you let go. That is the first step. So clear the chatter, cut the clatter, write it down. Now, it down. Going now, now hang, hang on. I want to I wanna go into one other thing here, okay? Because a lot of what we're, we're writing down is what manifestation people would call negative vibration stuff. Uh, do we need to be concerned about that? You know, the problem with that negative vibration is this. People don't really understand how the law of attraction works, okay? When you write things down and say, I don't want milk, for example, well, the universe is going to give you not milk. 
The problem why there are negative manifestations or what I call crash creations mm-hmm. is because what you say and what you do are two different things. Ah. So maybe you say, I don't want I don't want milk, for example, or I don't want coffee. But then you go and keep drinking your coffee. So how do you expect a different result? But if you really say, I don't want coffee, write it down. Well, the, the universe will not give you coffee if you stop drinking coffee, right? Mm. But like I said earlier, it's so common for us to think, oh, I really hate the flavor of this coffee. But keep drinking it because that's what you're used to or you don't have space to even think otherwise. So, of course, the universe is going to keep you gi- keep giving you coffee because you drink that every day. Okay. So now that we've written down our list of stuff we don't want, what's our next step to move more into re- relaxation and and being more present? So I want to address first what you said about letting go of the standard without yes. letting go of any standard. Okay. okay. Well, I want to remind everybody that standard should be yours. It cannot be anybody else. So whatever that standard is, throw it out, make your own. If your standard is working to only six hours a day, that's your standard. There's nothing wrong with that. If your standard is make, you really want to make your own sauces and make your own cakes, even if everybody tells you you're crazy, that's fine too, because that's your standard. So you let go of the standard of other people and find your own. Mm. So you go from clearing, listing down the things that you don't want, and then you go into what are my standards? What are the things that I want, right? That is how you now free yourself. So you go into what kind of, if I don't want coffee, then what do I want? Let's say tea. For example, even if everybody gives you 1,000, different beings i will just return it you know like for me i'm polite with colleagues or with um with business associates or people i meet i'm very polite with them so when they give me gifts i accept them and then i will re-gift them i really tell this (laughs) but with my family when they give me gifts that i don't want i will return it to them i will say no thank you but would you rather see me give it away? Because I'm not going to accept this. This is not what I want. And people, they don't find it offensive. They actually find it very refreshing. At least I told them that I don't want something or else they would be giving me the same thing again. Again and again, <laughs> again. and again. Yes. And you get the same damn ugly sweater. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. But I would say, no, this is not. So with people, they're always... I think it's quite refreshing because my family and friends would be like, Maria, what do you want for Christmas? Because I cannot give you anything. I know you have your particular thing. But see, but it makes shopping for me very easy as well because I tell them this is what I want, anything with this or that, but that's it. Yes. Or I would say, give me fresh flowers. I always love fresh flowers. So they will never go wrong with that, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm happy, they're happy. So that's the second thing, letting go of your standards. Now, the third part of going into flow is this. Remind yourself, you don't need to explain yourself to anybody. That's it. Yep. If your body tells you, you know what? You really need a break today. Take a break. If your body tells you, you know what? Do those damn 
pasta sauces tonight. <laughs> Do it. Because again, this is your standard. I think we, we're so... I think the world now, because of this positivity, false positivity, work-life balance and all that, we're, we're trying to measure ourselves with a, with a standard given to us, but by what it means by work-life balance, right? Like for me, I, there are days when I just lazy around at home and just watch Netflix, but there are days when I really work a lot because I'm so inspired and there's nothing wrong with that. Because that's my standard. Right. And that's your rhythm and that's your flow. I've, I'm also one of these. I, I think of it as kind of like a, an interval worker. I, I work really, really, really hard. And then I just stop. Yes. And then I work really, really, standard. really hard. <laughs> yes, exactly. But, you know, we are creatives. That's normal. Yeah. Do you, do you tell Beyonce, hey, Beyonce, stop singing because, you know, you need eight hours of sleep. Come on. Right? <laughs> Do you tell them that? No, right? That's what I'm saying. Like people who are trying their best to fit themselves into a standard given to them are the people who are do you know who are just barely holding it on. The most successful people play by their own standards and their own rules. And they don't see anything wrong with waking up at 11 a.m. or waking up at 4 a.m. depending on what they want. Exactly. I am really enjoying this discussion, and I'm very sad to tell you we're getting down to the last few minutes of the show. And I don't want everyone to miss out on your gift. So would you like to share what your gift is? Well, I have a free seven-day email training series on how you can monetize your magic, because I'm all about you creating your world. You, For me, the Chinese word for entrepreneurship is chuangye. It means you create a new industry. But many people think that business is about selling more or trying to be like everybody else. It's not. If you want to really be on purpose, it's you starting today, monetizing your magic so that you are sustainable. Because it's not your fault to be good at something. And to be paid for it. I think that's the guilt part, right? Like, oh, but I, it's wrong to get paid for something that comes easy for me. Oh, that's, that's what you should be getting paid for. And really exactly. well. Do you think Beyonce exactly. gets the big money because it's hard for her? <laughs> exactly, right? Like, so, so I, I'm really passionate about telling people you need to monetize your magic because that is how you make more magic. I love that. And if you are interested in getting some inside information on monetizing your magic, you can go to sovereignself.media and you can get Maria's gift there. That is sovereign self, S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N-S-E-L-F dot media m-e-d-i-a thank you so much for joining me here today maria a pleasure it has been it has been and for all of you out there listening i'm so glad you chose to spend this last hour with us and as a reminder take a minute and go out to 2020resolutionskeptsummit.com to discover a little bit more. Maria is one of our amazing guests. We have uh, experts from four continents 
on the summit and she will be one of them. So go to 2020resolutionskeptsummit.com to uh, take a peek at what's going on and get in line to be one of the first to see what's going on. Even if you've never managed to keep a resolution before, let us give you the chance to change that. Let's make 2020 the year that ends with you celebrating your big win rather than regretfully wondering where the heck 2020 went. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week right here 